Thank you for being a part of our show this week. Geek Minds We Assemble would like to welcome Or So The Story Goes. And for those of you who don't know, Or So The Story Goes is a um, is a show on YouTube. So we highly recommend you guys to watch the show. And we're going to introduce you to some of the people behind the show. <laughs> we're going to let Brian go last. <laughs> Teresa Labrevio, and I'm the writer and director. I'm Melissa Malone, and I write, and I created the series, and I'm also a cast member. I am Chris Christiana. I am an actor and cast member. My name is Brian Civitrice, and I act in the web series and whatever else is needed. You wrote... You and wrote I helped write uh, Golden Rule, the new season. I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that Brian is exactly the same. I don't change <laughs> I'm just a big dumb animal that they keep around. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> what is the process for the story that will be told next? She started the whole thing started as um, like an after school teen enrichment program, and we were it was a summer program, and uh, the teens decided what story they wanted to do, and they wanted to do a horror a horror genre, of course, and. Uh, we all came up with doing like just a really short little uh, Little Red Riding Hood, kind of like scary version of Little Red Riding Hood. And then um, once we did that, we realized it was sort of really fun. We put it online and it got a little bit of attention. And that was what gave us the idea to do the web series. So the Peter Pan season, we were, Teresa and I were camping mm -hmm. and we sort of decided we had, there was like a cliff at the campground that it was really like three feet, maybe. I don't even think the like actual fall was that far, but it looked like you stepped off into nothingness. And if you were, were yeah, if you were standing back further and someone just hopped down, it would look like you're yeah. never going to see them again. <laughs> so from a filmmaking point of view, we were like, whoa, that would be like a really cool, like awesome way to do a special effect of somebody like, you know, jumping off a cliff. And then we were talking about... <laughs> so we, fun. Yes, fun, joke, jolly things. But we were talking about to use for the web series and um Peter Pan that gave favorite. us the idea of um flying obviously like in a dark twisted way so that sort of that was that one scene um where Hook's little brother in the flashback um his sort of backstory was the very first idea like the very first thing that came to us for the whole season and it sort of spiraled from there because we decided it would be fun to have the lost kids as ghosts that Peter had decided to make die to be with him forever, I guess is the nicest way of saying it. But, um, so that's sort of gives the idea for the ghosts and everything. And I think, again, the rest just kind of spiraled from there. The, the pirates, once we decided the pirates could be ghost hunters and, you know, it's sort of kind of the idea wrote itself after that, which was nice. Yeah. Hey, a bunch of kids killing themselves. That's funny. Let's write that. <laughs> my dad literally write my, my father every season you know, not, he gets like parent privilege of seeing things before everyone else, I guess. But every single time I sent, even like I just sent him the trailer for the new season, and his response every time is, "What did I do to you? <laughs> Why are you <laughs> Can we do something funny?" He's asked me that a lot. Um, so, but, if any therapists are listening, yeah, so we clearly. would we could use a discount. Um, no, no we, right oh, all right. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Actually, my dad called you. Yeah. And... This is actually an intervention. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of like that idea, the idea also of 
things not, I mean, the title or so the story goes, the idea of things not being necessarily what you think or what you've always been told is sort of a fun concept to play with from a writing perspective anyway. So the idea of Peter not necessarily being, the, he's also kind of the worst in the regular story. Yeah. Like, yeah, so like the idea of sometimes, you know, the heroes not being who you expect is sort of a fun, although I would say happy thoughts, all of our characters are sort of the worst. Like, like Julian's who do you good. root for? Yeah, Julian's all right. Ronnie, I would say, is yeah. a close second. Yeah. But I would say like Peter's not like even like, you know, you're rooting for whoever you're rooting for, but every, every single one of our characters has some sort of serious flaw. And you think, I you're, would say, you think just, you're rooting for Wendy, but then you're like, oh, you're kind of the worst too. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of roll that over into every season, I think, of, you know, not necessarily knowing, they're not really being a serious hero, I think. Like, you know, sort of whoever you, all of them have huge issues and flaws that are fun to work with. How long does it take to film an episode? Edit an episode and write. Well, it, <laughs> we have a very small core group that does basically everything um there's i mean we sort of there's i would say a solid what eight people yeah that um work all the crew jobs and also double as our cast and et cetera et cetera but Teresa, until the last season Teresa and i would write um we would take a solid few months to write the new season we write it all out um like feature length film like we don't write episode at a time. We write the whole thing as one story. And then, so we write, and then we have a table read. Um, now it's nice because we use a rotating cast. So it's gotten to a point where when we're writing, we kind of have an idea of who we'd like to see in which roles. So it makes that easier to write. And I think season to season, the characters get more and more relatable because we have an idea of who's going to play them when we're writing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, so we write, we cast, whoever we already like know about, we do a table read with, and then we hold castings for roles that we don't have people to fill like in Manhattan. So then we go through the casting process and do all that. And then, and we've met really great people from that yeah, who have also stayed on like, um, Hank, Hank Morris, who plays, she plays Lindsay darling and happy thoughts. And she's, um, the evil stepmother in sweet truth, which was not part of our team in the very beginning. And she's someone we met through auditions. She was a stranger. She was a because the auditions were in Manhattan but so but you know obviously we love her and now she's part of our little family and she's gone from season to season whether she likes it or not whether she likes it or not (laughs) and that's happened with quite a few of our cast members we tend to keep them on um so the casting process is always fun and then from there we we just we take the summer we film in the summer which is miserable and hot but the kids are out of school (laughs) easier but it is hot um and we actually filmed fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we filmed uh, Happy Thoughts. We Happy filmed Thoughts. in 15 days, 16 days, something like that. It was really fast. And Happy Thoughts, actually, we only used, we only did Friday nights and Saturday and Sunday because we actually, school had started already when we did Happy Thoughts. It was the end mm-hmm. of the summer and it was, our scheduling was really insane. Yeah. Um, and then Sweet Truth, we filmed over two weekends, yeah. but it was much shorter. So that was easier. And then, um, the latest season was a much bigger production. We actually, it was the first season we hired a professional cinematographer for, um, Trevor, who's awesome. He's our new DP and a gaffer. And so we, um, we filmed that. It took a little longer, but 18 days, 18 days. still, but which is nothing. What's for our, run time is our total like... run time is I think of an hour and 45 minutes. So it's really long the season. And, um, 
we filmed that over 18 days, but that was in the middle of summer in the hottest time possible. And we had crazy locations. We filmed at a high school for four or five days. Mm -hmm. So that was during the week. So we just, that was all throughout the summer. And then, um, we take from then until January ish. I edit and then Trevor color grades and our awesome music director and composer gets everything. And she does all the music in like a month and a half. Judith Avers. Judith Avers. And then we pull it all together and release it in the spring. (laughs) It's an insane. So what was your first thought when you won best original song for happily ever after at the indie series awards? One of her, she has so many things going on, but she also has original music albums, not related to our series. Yeah, are on her website. She has. She's her singer songwriter yeah. in her own life. So Judith, <laughs> I think her it's JudithAvers.com. Yeah, JudithAvers.com. Find yeah. all of her. Yeah, and she's on Spotify. And she's on. Seriously, guys. <laughs> 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 they're also they're also in our career too. That um, my assistant director for Happy Thoughts and um, Golden Rule was fourteen. Uh, well, she was fourteen for Happy Thoughts. No, thirteen. Thirteen, 13 for Happy Thoughts. And then it was, it's Rainy Moran. She was 13 when we did Happy Thoughts. And then Raina Lowe's was my assistant director for Sweet Truth, who was 16 at the time. And then Rainy again for Golden Rule. Um, and now she's 15. So And Rainy, I think, Rainy, Golden Rule anyway, she was sort of, she became our mascot. She, um, yeah. she was the assistant director and the lead yeah, and in the Golden lead. Rule. She plays our scream queen, our teen lead. So she was on set every single And then when day. she wasn't doing one of those two things, she was running the sound. sound. Yeah, she. we have <laughs> we have a really amazing, I'm going to put it online because yeah. it's the most, there's this really amazing photo, we talk about it all the time, of Rainy holding the boom mic, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Rainy, sound good? Okay, good. She's literally working and sleeping yes. at the same time. Yeah, she really mastered her ability to, no. Not to say that she didn't do a good job, I'm just saying. She's she amazing. Was there, that, she was there more than, other than us, she was yeah. on set more than, uh, but just she well. also tends to have really excellent ideas, which is nice, Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, why she's an assistant director, but a lot of times, she'll be the one that's like, we'll, we'll all be like trying to figure out how to do something, and she'll come up and be like, why don't we just, and I'm like, oh, right, yeah. I think we should put it. a cup in front of it, though. <laughs> We should put a bowl in front of it. <laughs> it's better. But no, they're really good. And they, it's a lot of them like are professional actors. So they, you know, that's, that's what they're there to do. And they're awesome. They're all more mature than us. Yeah. Um, our youngest cast member, she was seven <laughs> during happy thoughts. Abigail. Michelle, yeah. Abigail. Um, and I think she would literally sit around when we were like running lines before scenes and tell people when they were screwing up. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not your line. This is your line. But super helpful. Thank you. Definitely yeah. the most professional on the set. But uh, no, their their feedback. I mean, they, they they're all open with their feedback. They're all also super professional. Yeah. They we know never had a problem with the teens for the most part. Brian's making a face. I'm just kidding. Because you're jerks. Yeah, they're mean to they're Brian. They're mean to Brian, just like the rest of us. So. Um, but no, they're, they're always great. They also travel with us when we go to Comic-Cons. Yeah. There's a couple of them that come with us. Um, they run the booths and they... Or we sneak them candy when yeah, no one's looking. Yeah, sneak them candy. No, well, their parents have been pretty appreciative of the whole project, too. We've yeah. gotten a lot of feedback from them. So. And Rainy has her own vlog you guys could check out, too, of yeah. us on the road trips and stuff. She does. It's on our YouTube channel. Right. She, um, she vlogs all of our 
trips. So even if she can't go, there's a couple she was she couldn't go on. I think we went to Chicago and we just gave her a bunch of footage. Yeah, and she, she makes edits. us look like um, idiots. Yeah, she's all it's all produced by Rainy. She does everything herself. So they're highly entertaining. She looks amazing in them, and we look like idiots. giant idiots. Eating <laughs> chicken wings. We cut before Rainy falls down the stairs. <laughs> Will you branch out and record or write about contemporary stories? Um, well, we have been crazy with the season that we just finished filming. Um, but we have actually sat around and talked about it. We, every season, uh, like so far, has been a different genre of horror. So we kind of had like supernatural horror, and then we had sort of, we did like a found footage element with Sweet Truth. Um, Golden Rule is a teen slasher. And so our next season, we have come up with the genre <laughs> of we sorts, think. we think. It's we not, haven't put not, any, there's, no, there's nothing been written yet. yet. But we <laughs> have done some brainstorming as, uh, we've done some character brainstorming, the story <laughs> and the genre. So we um, will be writing, we'll be starting to write that soon. Right. But we're not going to, uh, previously we've filmed, we did Happy Thoughts in the Summer, then we did Sweet Truth, and then we did Golden Rule. We're going to take a little bit. Uh, of time before we jump into the filming the next one and give golden rule a little more time yeah. <laughs> because it, um, we just put a lot, we just put a lot into it that we need to. Yeah. It's our biggest production so far. So we're actually, we miss a lot of stuff. We miss a lot of opportunities in the summer when we're filming as far as like web fests and comic cons and all that lovely promotional stuff that we do. Um, so I think this year we're going to take the summer and do that and then film. A little later, so we it's, our season's going to shift a little bit, I think, before season. Yeah, before the but traditionally, what we do is like for some reason it's happened this way. We always end up sitting around a fire, and it's always a fire pit. For some reason, that's or when. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> we just, just light candle. houses on fire. Just so. a candle. Just a candle. That's um, the thing. I don't know. The tea candles. Very little. Yeah, about fifteen twenty minutes to get yeah. right there. <laughs> Not. The longer seasons get a full candle. The shorter <laughs> seasons get. That's the process. Really. Yeah, that's the process. process. <laughs> God damn it, the candle's done. Well, yes, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We got it. It's down. We brainstorm around a fire pit for sure. Yeah. And um, everybody has their input. Chris. Chris came up with the found. Chris came footage. up with the found footage. We were we had Hansel. We had the idea for Hansel and Gretel. And we were trying to figure out how to make it a little different than the original story of Hansel and Gretel, because that's always pretty important. And Chris was the one that was like, what about, like, what did you say? We were talking about the witch, and you were like, Blair Witch, Witch, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, found footage. Done. <laughs> and they were like, yes. Turned into the rain <laughs> 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 so, so it just, it's, it's always a little different, but it always tends to be group brainstorming that comes up with the basic idea. And then... And it's so funny, too, when these are all... Uh, established it's always right before that genre is coming back in horror genre. yeah that happens a yeah. lot so when Peter Pan happened there was another story Pan, the movie Pan, 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 after. Uh, Pan and, 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 and then there's I'm doing Peter Pan live yeah, yeah. Peter Pan live it was like all within a year yeah. and a half or something we went from Gretel to that movie the, uh, the visit the visit yeah. uh, we saw the trailer for the visit while we were filming Sweet Truth and we were like it looked <laughs> No, but then it was nothing like it. It was fine, but we watched it like with the end of the trailer for the visit. She's like, "Can we?" Oh yeah, get in the oven. We're, we're like, like <laughs> <laughs> someone's giving our ideas away on yeah. set. 
we have and then, yeah and then we did we decided to do the scene slasher and you know we definitely wanted it to be like our what Melissa always says all the time, our little love story to like the '90s slashers, like Scream, and I know what you did last summer because we love those. Working on Golden Rule, and then the Scream TV series comes out. <laughs> but he's watching us. Yeah, I think, I think it's. I think it's happening. Yeah. Abigail, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You know. What is the process for the story that will be told next? My like all-time favorite, and Captain Hook's my all-time favorite character. So that was definitely like premeditated. But I think it depends on the season. That that year, the story of Peter Pan was what we really wanted to do, and that came right. first. Um, and I think Hansel and Gretel also came first. We wanted, we wanted to do the story of Hansel and Gretel, um, but... Did it? Yeah. All I know is Golden Rule, we actually <laughs> went a very different... Gold. Golden Rule. We went a very different way. Golden Rule, we just really, One, really wanted to do a teen slasher. It, our teenagers were finally old enough to do a teen slasher. They, like, they're all old enough to... And also, all of our teens are real teens. by real teens. Yeah. We're actually playing the adults, like, and the teenagers <laughs> are playing teens. Like Rachel McAdams was 28 in Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, I think every single one of our actors, with the exception of two of them, are actual yeah. teenagers playing yeah. teenagers in Golden Rule. But um, we we really wanted to do that genre, and we then came up. We were like, well, what fairy tales could we possibly fit into some sort of teen slasher genre? And we came mm -hmm. up with a few, and then we ended up going Rumpelstiltskin. Um, we liked the idea of three-day timeline and we could worked in like you know we have a guessing his name guessing figuring out who it was yeah. so like the masked killer kind of worked with Rumpelstiltskin we ended up going that route and then we have you know our detective storyline and then our teens and, and there are also some fun limitations too uh when trying to pick a yes. storyline because of public domain is it yeah right yeah yeah so we only have a certain amount of, i mean we have just a huge amount there's of stories to choose from but it also has to be something that is in the public domain mm -hmm. Um, that were legally allowed to mess with the story a little bit. Um, and then it also, like, I think the most fun part for us, like the real brainstorming is the the actual literature elements, like all the Easter eggs in the story that relate mm -hmm. to, like coming up with like, you know, those certain like lines from the book or the story that are going to make their way into the series and how it's going to, like, and how it's going to be put into the series. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, color scheme is always a big thing, like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of gold for Rumpelstiltskin and, you know, Peter Pan, like the green jack, like wardrobe stuff, like stuff like that becomes really fun. Like um, John's shirt, his top hat shirt. Oh, yeah. And uh, Happy Thoughts mm -hmm. was a big fun because we were like, oh, but John always wears the top hat and how are we going to work it in? And that's always a really fun thing mm -hmm. for us to do. And we also do season to season. We have fun little Easter eggs. We have things that appear every single season somehow. Um, I think Peter's jacket makes an appearance mm -hmm. in a couple seasons and like the tarot cards mm -hmm. are in that are in happy thoughts also me, appear in those Sweet are my Tooth. favorite it's like that's that's really that's my favorite one of my favorite things and, mm -hmm. and i also we put you know sweet truth has been on youtube a while and someone watched it that we didn't know at all and commented she's like those are the tarot cards from happy thoughts like, yeah yes, yes. <laughs> yes. and you guys even talked about this too but when you guys were doing <clears throat> um when you were writing uh peter pan season 
re-exploring Peter Pan versus the Disney version. Yeah. Uh, it was also a very fun little insight. Yeah, you also have to figure out, like, I know as far as copyright goes, obviously Disney has a big copyright on their version of Peter Pan. So everything that we implemented in Happy Thoughts had to come from the original book and not Disney. So it had to be things that were not created by Disney for the for the Disney version, which was really hard to actually so that people can make sure that it was there and not like something that we remembered from watching like the musical or watching the Disney version. So that was a that a couple of things happened to us with that that we had to change last minute, but we did. So yeah, that's always a fun. And you never knew. Yeah, you know, a lot of people that still do. Like. I'm going to take the Peter buttons and the Peter lollipops. And I'm like, no, okay. Okay, psycho. I get you. I mean, he's adorable. Yeah. But But you don't want to. No, No, I don't. No, you don't. But I do have a Freddy Krueger button on my back. So So, you know what? We're really not that bad, are we? Let's not judge Peter fans. Okay, Freddy lover. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Right. That was one of our initial reasons for doing the horror genre for it, like making it, everything is PG-13 or lower. Like nothing is going to go about PG-13 because we grew up loving horror movies so much and we wanted younger people to be able to see them. So like that was one of our sort of establishing factors of doing the series was sort of a gateway for kids to be able to watch the genre um, without, because now I still love the genre, Mm -hmm. but now like things have gotten so like people have to like keep going further and further and further to make people scared that like, I would never like, there are movies like that were made in the night, like, you know, in the nineties that like, okay, it's rated R, but it's not yeah. like the, like you could still, so now I, it's like I, a I still watched now. it as a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now like some of the movies I'm like, I would never. And I'm <laughs> as a filmmaker, especially like, I'll, I'll let you watch. Like, okay, it's a movie, but there are some now that I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and not mean? not even with what's going on graphically. I mean, just the stories. Are yeah, like, <laughs> to the point where we are doing reboots. But that's awesome. That pushing the line, of, like pushing the line of all these stories, is to get to that shock factor has been so overdone. Where I feel like us taking it back to the original story is the new way of pushing a line to the other way. It's like yeah. like Cinderella is like a really dark story if you read the original. Like the steps. Their sisters get like their eyes poked out and they cut off their toes and stuff and like that's kind of crazy and if you read that like the original story no it's just a little crazy if you read these original stories like i think that would just get kids into reading more because they they're used to this disney cookie cutter boring situation where like no this story is really interesting and good and it has a moral to it and then like disney ruined it the illusion that everything will work out everything will be fine but when you go back to these stories it's like oh but no it's not always going to be fine oh this is kind of crappy oh <laughs> what's going to happen next and it yeah. almost wants that story to continue but you have that un- dissatisfaction knowing that this yeah. is how it is that's why we don't apparently believe in happy endings that is also someone commented on our one of our videos on youtube but you guys really don't like happy endings do you no life's not happy now leave <laughs> us alone i don't hate happy endings but you see those all the time you see <laughs> happy endings all the time i'd rather end with a little suspense but it's, it's nice that like you're like you're saying like that the you know preteens in your class can watch it and stuff because we get i mean we get more feedback obviously from adults because it's easier to get feedback from adults that watch the series and stuff, but like it's nice when we hear like, oh, the, the like you know, young adults are actually watching it. It's nice. They also have so many things to watch. It's like to pull in their attention. It's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
Will you branch out and record or write about contemporary stories? Thinking a little with uh, Jolly Rogers. Yeah, I was going to say, I would never say never. Um, our Like, as of right now, it's all classic children's literature is our goal. But um, we definitely make those all modern. So there's that. But I don't think, we don't have any plans of telling any modern stories right now. I was working um, on Within the series. Story. I'm not going to say, like, the, like, the production company itself might definitely do its own original thing. Um, but as far as the series goes, I think we're sticking to the classics for the most part. We did have the spinoff series of Jolly Rogers, like you said. Right. Oh, yeah. Still based on but, um, Peter Pan. That was more. That was more for our adult audience because literally filming it with these guys every day we were cracking up on set. We are like, we can't let these characters go. And that's why we did the Jolly Rogers spinoff because it was just too fun. <laughs> also, it's not... It actually is a comedy, so it's, you know, something yeah. a little lighter to, like, take a break every once in a while and watch in between everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Orso's or story was itself as a web series would probably, we're, yeah, like you said, stick with classics. But, yeah, we definitely, if this doesn't work out, we're going to try something else, right? <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned throughout this process? Patience? Yes. You know what? I'm not even going to say patience because I still don't have any. It's honestly, like, <laughs> a fudge. <laughs> Um, I've known Melissa a long time, like, you know, 10 years now or so. And, uh, from, we were in acting school together and like just the whole process of like, you know, I mean, I've known Teresa a while too then, but Thanks. 10 years, <laughs> but, um, like meeting like, you know, new friends and doing something that I've dreamed about doing with my friends is just like my number one thing about doing this stuff. It's like every day we got to come to set and it was, I'm going to see all my friends that day. We get to do stuff like this. We go to Comic-Cons all over the country, award shows all over North America. And it's just Canada. cool. Yeah, North America is Canada. Last time you said that in an interview. What? I don't know. I didn't know it. Did I? The last time we did an interview, you said you said we go to Comic-Cons and webfests all over North America and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I can't wait to get canceled on a new show. <laughs> That's what I like, hanging out with these people. <laughs> I I would say patience has been patience. learned for sure. I thought I had patience. Um, no, I, <laughs> no, I have more patience. But. I also think like just the fact that we started out as after school, like summer mm-hmm. project, and it is now kind of, like where we've come from there has been such a cool experience. Yeah. Like literally you can, do, like, it, and it was all just us, which was kind of like, like, we all just kind of made it happen. It's still going. So like where we've landed now is really watching like the footage and editing stuff together for the new season has been super, super cool. I think for us and for the teens, like it's nice to see that they can now like, you know, this summer we had, you know, our like a lighting crew and we had, you know, the, the professional cinematographer and mm-hmm. it was a little bit of different, with huge, like different sets. And mm-hmm. it was cool that that started like with our, painter's pole with a microphone on it taped together like in the backyard filming scenes like with the kids and now yeah you know, I think it's you get to show up and do that important cool. for, like I can I can't imagine as a teenager I feel like that would be just really cool being part of something that you got to see actually really successfully grow I'm not saying we're like and off that the you were part of the reason and you're yeah. yeah and you're part of the reason of it you know mm-hmm. I think that's that's really important and cool I don't know if that is. <laughs> yeah, we really like Comic Con. The kids fun. teach us fun words like. Oh yes, we learned like, lots of things like lit, lit this summer. This, 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 this podcast lit. is lit. Yeah, there you go. That was really well, 
really well used in a sentence. Yes. We're on fleek right now. No. <laughs> we whip we whip Nene and Dab a lot. That's what we've learned. There's no one being a Nene and having anymore, even I know that. All right, we're not we're dabbing? Yeah. All right. Totally dabbing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, us too. Every summer but by making fun of us. They teach us very nicely by making fun of us. When we teach through shame. Yeah, we re we repay the favor. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we also learn we also learn that the kids they are sponges. Us as adults, we will act as we do, but not only in a bad way, but they are sponges in a way that they learn from us without realizing we are actually learning anything out of what we're doing in this whole process. And then they come around, they actually will, like Rainy, she puts together these vlogs, we're like, oh, that was a cool editing. Oh, where did you get that? Well, you guys did it. Oh, yeah, we did. That, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> so it's really I, I great to actually see them, like, really <laughs> learn. Do we have anything cool coming up? We just did New Jersey Comic Expo. That was our last thing. My birthday's in May. I don't know. <laughs> That's um, cool. Right now we're working. We're trying. Well, yeah, we're getting together. I would together say and we don't have any events coming up as of right now. We're finding out about a few this month. There's yes. a lot of announcements happening this month um, that we're not sure if we will be a part of yet, but we are hoping to be a part of. Um, and the trailer's out for the new season? March. The new season's going to start in February. It's March. actually going to start March 1st is when the new season's going to start. So <laughs> then um, we plan on doing all the things from there on out. But I think um, until then, we're not really sure. We have a few events that might be happening, but nothing we know of yet. But you can always find that stuff on our Facebook page and our website, for sure. We can tweet it. And we tweet it, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Tan gesture you just made. You don't like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, our website is orsothestorygoes.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at OSTSG and on Facebook at orsothestorygoes. Is that all of it? Oh, and YouTube is. Uh, oh, and our YouTube or is also orsothestorygoes. Is it orsothestorygoes? a web series, right? No, I believe it's just orsothestorygoes. Oh. Apparently, we don't know. Can we not have a fight right now? Yeah, Let's we're going to fight. <laughs> We're going to end this Skype session and pretty much not talk to each other. <laughs> we have tons of merch from every season on our Cafe Press store as well, yeah. Including ornaments, which I need to order. And our face is on them. His blood sugar is low. We need to feed him. Thanks for having us today. It was fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for being with us today we really appreciate it and please go and check out our stories as the story goes um I, twitter is ostsg and, and and facebook is actually it's at or so the story goes also and the website i'm just letting brian tell me orsothestorygoes.com <laughs> and thank you for being with us for another week of geek minds reassemble bye thanks bye Happily